Hey Dave, I know other people have called you and you already know this probably, but, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but the, the Dudan, the, you know, the Northern Rangers, Aragorn's race in Lord of the Rings, it specifically does say that they watched over the Shire and protected it. So that's one of the reasons. But anyway, back to listen to your show. I'm really enjoying your talking to, you know, answering Roy's Collins. Well, look, I feel like we're back in the game. Been a little while of just like an episode every couple of weeks, and now I'm into a nice steady flow. Uh, I think the way I've I've managed to get up to date with my call-ins is just by doing one of those lazy episodes where I assemble all the responses and let you work out what you're going to do with them. I will help you out at least with the episodes that they're responding to. So I did an episode on race and species in RPGs. Quite a lot of this refers back to that. I did an episode called uh, You Can Have Too Much Dungeon where I was referring to an electric bastion land session that I ran which... uh, yeah, it didn't really go how I wanted it to. And then Goblin's Henchman makes reference to an interview I did with Che about running Numenera and the Cypher system. So here they are. Um, as I say, a little bit of a lazy episode, but I am now pretty much up to date with my callings. That doesn't mean I haven't necessarily dropped one or two in there. So if you've sent a, a message that's older than about a week and you haven't heard it, then I have dropped it somewhere. Feel free to call in and berate me because uh, I love getting these messages and if I wasn't still getting the messages I definitely wouldn't still be doing the uh, the podcast so do keep them coming in and hopefully uh, now that I've broken the back of that I'll be able to uh, assemble things and respond to them that much more quickly going forward. Hi Dave, um, really great episode about race and species I'm glad you added that little bit on at the end there just to clarify um, but I wonder if I could address the particular situation you were talking about in Dark Sun and how it came across to me as a player. Um, as a group, generally, I mean, we have been treated, either, we're either welcomed as a group or we are set upon or treated with indifference. And this was the first occasion where reference had been made to the difference of the character in the party and this was one individual in a tavern a very old man and that came across as rather than being something systemic it was just an old curmudgeon with old ideas who didn't like the way that his world had changed and yeah so that's how it came across to me um Obviously, I can't speak for how it felt for the other players, particularly the, the, the player in question. 
who was the um, recipient of this attitude. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it, I can see how uh, it, it made you feel uncomfortable, but um, I'm not sure that it had the carried the implication that you were concerned about. Anyway, a really interesting discussion. Um, thanks for that. Hey Dave, it's Rob, also known as Minion. I very much appreciated your um, your most recent episode on race and species. Uh, as you know, we, we did talk about this a little bit on Twitter and elsewhere. But uh, I think it's something that it's difficult to discuss on, on uh, well, written forms of like social media. Um, and perhaps Anchor allows for a, a more uh, constructive discourse or dialogue on the subject. But also, I do appreciate the way that you you've not put all, you've not reached a conclusion. Um, you've looked at the, some of the ideas, and you're still um, looking for more. Um, you've you've left the the discourse open and ongoing uh, that seems to be really important anyway cheers man take care hey dave it's chair just been listening to race and species and uh, i loved your description and discussion of um, star wars and i guess i better be up front and say i absolutely agree with you that in lots of ways the uh, new star wars canon and kind of you know de-stereotyping uh race or species and making it actually about like different character types um is, is a much better way to go especially in, in that, that fiction. And, of course, then I try and bring that across to my own gaming, and I think, well, there's two, there's two issues, I guess, that people would complain about. One is that you end up with the, you know, men, the humans in rubber suits thing, which is essentially what Star Wars is doing. It just looks cool. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But it led me to the question of, like, in my fantasy game, of why just have anything other than humans? And, of course, again, it's because they look cool, isn't it? And, um, and it kind of is a cool idea. Um, so... Hmm, much to think about. I just wanted to say thanks for sharing it because I think it was important and, and useful. Thanks. Hello, Lonely Adventurer. Just listened to your episode on species in RPGs and I really like the way you're coming at that. Uh, I do something similar in my own D&D game. Uh, Glaive, my zine cuisine is set up that way to kind of disassociate uh, species and character types from... Uh, the mechanical bonuses that are, have become associated with them and the cultural tropes and uh, just let people do what they want to do. Uh, and I really enjoy that. I would love to see something similar to the, uh, the Star Wars approach post-Disney purchase applied to Forgotten Realms. Um, it always seems like it's an interesting setting, but there's been so many cooks in the kitchen for so long, just like the Star Wars Expanded Universe, that it's just a complete mess. And so much of it makes no sense to me anyway, someone on the outside looking in, it could really use a house cleaning and, uh, and, uh, and an overhaul. And I'd love to see that. Hmm. Oh, food for thought. I'm sure it won't happen, but <laughs> I can dream. Have a good one. Hey Dave, Jason here. Just want to say I agree with you on Star Wars. It truly was a seminal film and had an influence no one expected and forever changed the world of filmmaking. Hi Dave, Gordon Senshman here. I'm hoping that when you um, do your Cypher episode you'll give a clear explanation about what they are and the sort of big picture because uh, I think I've just about pieced it together from your chat with um, Che 
but uh, it would just help me out. I guess I could Google it, but you know, what's the fun in that when you can you can explain it to me all? I mean, as far as I can tell, they're sort of one-use magic items, and I think actually that's the sort of thing that's underutilized in gaming generally. I think, for example, you know, people don't really use scrolls for magic users, where actually they're a perfectly good um, way of beefing up the under underwhelmed or the under under impressive. Um, as you used at the beginning of the game, so I think that's it, isn't it? Is that what is that the what it is? Anyway, um, enlighten me. I hope. Okay, cheers, fella. Bye. In. Hi, Dave. I don't think you should be beating yourself up at all about that electric bastion land session. Um, I think it was still fresh in our minds that first mission where we turned up to meet our contact. Our contact was nowhere to be seen. And then the next thing we knew, we were bumping into our rival, who was far, you know, who was who was far ahead of us in uh, our mission, and we saw the opportunity to take out our rival this time. So set about doing that straight off the bat. Um, so I guess you wouldn't have anticipated that, and. As such, the vast majority of the session was taken up by us trying to uh, bump off our rival. And, um, well, yeah, I guess you couldn't really have anticipated that. As for Too Much Dungeon, I think what Chris has created is a great method of creating more content than you need in a relatively short space of time. Uh, creating lots of ideas um, and and I imagine you know things like designing boroughs and areas of deep country and stuff is you're creating things that are going to allow uh, for revisitation for um, that are not going to be explored in one session you can have several missions taking place within uh, the same location and um, yeah creating something that's reusable I guess um, in your hack it being kind of episodic visiting different locations as a team you know we certainly seem to be up for exploring new locations and that that um, kind of pleasure um, space station was extremely inviting i don't think any of us was going to pass up that opportunity um, and the number of locations within that space station uh, there wasn't much chance of us getting to all all of those points i think we made it to four i think at the most and um yeah the possibility of encountering Every single suspect, I know that wasn't um, necessary given the random elements uh, involved in um, actually catching the right person, but uh, the, the possibility of uh, doing what we had to do with them to eliminate them as suspects, um, it wasn't exactly straightforward and sort of the hoops we had to jump through to get that one suspect in a position where we could um, see if she was the person we were after. Um, yeah, that took a little uh, 
planning in itself. And, um, yeah, so I guess it's just the kind of uh, trying to find that balance between... Um, it's difficult to anticipate how much you're going to go through content as a party, what we're going to engage with straight off the bat. And um, I guess the the desire is to have more than enough for us to do rather than us, rather than coming up short, I guess. A difficult one. Hey Dave, it's Che. Just want to say thank you for the episode on You Can Have Too Much Dungeon. It was really interesting hearing you talk about um, the difference between your uh, Dark Sun game and your um, Electric Bastion Land that isn't in Bastion Land game. Um, that idea of trying to do it in one session is, is toughy. I've, I've never been able to pull that off, I'll be honest with you. I'm just, I always prep too much and of course it is just do less, isn't it? Uh, easier said than done. But I like that. I, I like, unfortunately, you did manage to evoke Queen in my head, as in the band, um, when you said, you know, one session, one mission, and I just went, one vision. So, you know, there's a terrible pun. Um, but no, just want to say thank you for being back on the air. I have missed hearing from you, and I was wondering how you were. It's lovely to hear that all is well, and you're just busy. Anyway, man, game on. So, thanks for the calls. You were listening to Spencer of Free Thrall of Keep Off the Borderlands, Menyon of Confessions of a Wee Timorous Bushy, Che Webster of Roleplay Rescue, uh, Lonely Adventurer from Camping with Owl Bears, Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast, and Goblin's Henchman of the podcast of the same name. Keep those callings coming in. I'll catch you all soon. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact Dave, please leave a message on Anchor, email dpercentile at gmail.com, or find him on Twitter at d underscore percentile.